The information given in this podcast is general in nature and you're advised to seek your own independent financial advice from a qualified advisor before investing your money. Money, money, money. money. The biggest unanswered question is money. 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 Where is the money? And now, reinventing the way you invest, how to value the best stocks and buy them for less than they're worth. Welcome to Valueable, the podcast with your host, Roger Montgomery. Hi, I'm Roger Montgomery and welcome to this episode nine of our Valuable podcast series. Now, remember, if you're uh, enjoying the series and getting a great deal out of it, you'll get a great deal more from the Valuable book, which you can purchase online at rogermontgomery.com. We're going to go back to our investing theory. And you might recall back in episode four and episode five, we talked about two companies. One was a developer of childcare centres, ABC Learning Centres, and another was Coles, a supermarket. One of the things that we talked about in both of those episodes was return on equity and how it was able to help us understand whether or not the company was doing well or not, or whether or not the company had been overpaid for in the case of the acquisition of Coles by a company called West Farmers. So today what we're going to do is talk about the ABCs of return on equity. This is actually an excerpt from chapter six of Valuable, the book. Of course, in the few minutes that we've got together, we can't cover the entire chapter. But bear with me. Obviously, a good business to own is one that produces growing profits. Uh, But it's perhaps less obvious that the very best business to own is one that also requires the least amount of capital to be invested in order to generate those profits. Profits come out of a business, but the equity goes into a business. Your equity as an owner of the business goes into that business. And what you want to know is not only how much money is coming out of the business, but how many dollars are required to be invested in that business to generate those profits. A perfect business, obviously, would be one that perhaps requires no staff and therefore has no labor costs. Uh, It might need no machinery, so it doesn't have any equipment that needs to be maintained or replaced through uh, capital expenditure. Um, And it may have no inventory, uh, so there's no need for trucks or warehouses or stock management systems uh, and the like. All of these things obviously require capital And the very best business requires very little capital. The less capital that's required to be reinvested in a business or invested in the first place, well, the more money that's left for you as the owner of a business. And return on equity is the key measure of the earnings power of a business. And it's an essential ingredient in establishing the business's economics. Uh, It's, I think, telling that Warren Buffett has frequently throughout history uh, talked about return on equity and expressed the importance of return on equity as a measure. In fact, he said this, except for special cases, for example, companies with unusual debt to equity ratios or those with important assets carried at unrealistic balance sheet values, we believe a more appropriate measure of managerial economic performance to be return on equity capital. And then he said this, The best business to own is one that over an extended period can employ large amounts of incremental capital at very high rates of return. 
the worst business to own is one that must or will do the opposite, that is, consistently employ ever greater amounts of capital at very low rates of return. Unfortunately, return on equity doesn't receive nearly the same emphasis in analysis, market commentary and stock market commentary as, for example, earnings growth or dividend yields or dividend growth. Yet a company, as we saw in episode four with ABC Learning Centres, can boast of rising profits and even record profits, all the while its economic performance is actually deteriorating. And it's ultimately the economic performance that will determine the returns for shareholders. So what is return on equity? Well, it's the money that's been put in and left in, that's the equity, compared to the profits of the company. Return on equity is also known as return on average common equity, return on net worth, or very appropriately, return on ordinary shareholders' funds. You can calculate it a number of ways, but essentially you want to compare the profit or the cash flow earned over a period to the amount of money invested in the business during that period. So you might use the the year's average equity uh, and then use the profit over that year. And so you divide the profit by that average equity. So you simply divide profits after dividends on preference shares or cash flow by the ordinary equity averaged over two periods. It's important. So, so the way to think about it is this way. If you own a bank account and you deposit $100,000 in that bank account and that bank account earns $5,000 interest in its first year, then your bank account has generated a basic or simple 5% return on its equity. And while share investors think uh, only of the dollars uh, that come out of a business, for example, the earnings per share or the dividends per share or the interest on a bank account, business owners tend to think about how many dollars are required to be put into that business to get those dollars of profit out. And so by looking or focusing on return on equity, you're thinking much more like a business owner rather than just a share speculator. Another way to think about return on equity is this way. If you're offered the opportunity to own one of two businesses, both producing a million dollars of profit a year, would you prefer the business that required you to invest $2 million to get that million dollars out? Or would you prefer the business that required you to invest $10 million to get the million dollars out? Clearly, you would choose the business requiring the smaller investment. Therefore, you would prefer the business producing a higher return on its equity. You're listening to Valuable with Roger Montgomery, the podcast that's reinventing the way you invest. Now, return on equity is valuable for a number of reasons. Number one, um, it's going to give us an indication uh, of the competence potentially of management. Now, don't immediately assume that if the return on equity is high, management is very good because often, often management jump onto a great business and it's the business uh, that has produced the great return on equity, not necessarily management. But nevertheless, a high rate of return on equity could indicate sound management. Secondly, high returns on equity may indicate that the business is operating as a monopoly uh, or it's in an industry with high barriers to entry or it could have something unique that prevents or dissuades others from competing directly or successfully with it. Um, This 
is what we know as a competitive advantage. And if high rates of return on equity are sustained for long periods of time, uh, then it could be that the company has a sustainable competitive advantage. We'll talk about competitive advantages in more detail in another episode. And finally, uh, well, perhaps not finally, rather, thirdly, um, return on equity determines, helps us understand whether management is doing a good job with respect to capital allocation. If returns on equity are high, then it's better for management to keep the money in the business, generating those high rates of return on equity, rather than paying it out as a dividend. So it does give us some indication about whether management is acting for the benefit of shareholders. And finally, return on equity is also an essential ingredient in establishing the true value or worth of a company and its shares. And we'll talk about valuing businesses using return on equity again a little bit later on in a future episode. Ultimately, investing is all about buying something for less than it's truly worth. And if you can do that consistently over a long period of time, you can't help but beat the markets and the majority of other investors. At the heart of working out what a company is truly worth is the return on equity. And that's all we've got time for today. I look forward to talking with you again in episode 10. You've been listening to Valuable, the podcast with Roger Montgomery, reinventing the way you invest. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Want to learn more? You can get Roger's best-selling book, Valuable, from Amazon or any good online book retailer.